Did you know that you have spiritual circuitry all throughout your body and that deep within you, the Holy Spirit dwells? In today's episode, I'm talking about what it means to have a spiritual womb, what it means to carry what God has put inside of you, and how to truly bring forth and birth the deepest you. Are you in a season where you're longing for more, desiring inner peace, hoping for more authenticity in relationships? Perhaps you're feeling unsettled inside, like you know that God is calling you deeper, higher, and further than you've ever gone before. You are ready for change and it's time for something to shift. But what is it? What's been missing? My name is Amber Todd, I am a Christian counselor, and I believe that you were never meant to live a disconnected, segmented life. You were created for connection, deep, authentic, healing connection, first within yourself, because your mental, physical, and spiritual health is interconnected. This is why I love collaborating with doctors and like-minded holistic practitioners who honor God's design for our whole being to function and operate in harmony. Life Interconnected Podcast is an intentional space you can come to every week to receive encouragement, hope, and a fresh perspective on your internal world so that you better understand your thoughts and emotions and how to live a connected life. Join this movement of mindful believers who desire to grow in our faith and cultivate a holistic approach to health and wellness. Subscribe to the podcast today and share it with your friends. Welcome to Life Interconnected. So this is my birthday week, not only my birthday week, but also my second daughter's birthday week. She was born two days before me, and I thought it was very fitting that episode 39 is the year and time that I turned 39 as I talk about this idea of spiritual wombs today and what it means to really house and bring forth that which God has put inside of you. And I know I've shared bits and pieces of my birth story with my four kids, but I just want to highlight a few parts of my story that I believe relate to what it means to truly carry something that God has put deep inside of you. And so it was eight years ago this weekend that I experienced my first truly natural birth, my dream birth with our second daughter. And, you know, as I think about my first pregnancy and my first experience, I had been dreaming and researching and studying natural pain-free childbirth. And I believe deeply in the miracle that God created our bodies to bring forth life. And even though my first birth required some pivoting in my plan to keep Emma and I safe, I still trusted my body. And as I went into my second birth, I really felt this deep sense of peace and trust in God as we were preparing for Ruby to come. And it was 41 weeks, two days. I've been waiting a long time to go into labor. And that evening I took a power walk around Target and it was in the middle of winter in Fort Wayne. I remember settling into my evening routine, getting ready for bed. Um, Nate was falling asleep and it was probably within 30 minutes of trying to go to sleep that my contractions started kicking in. And Nate was asleep at that time. I slipped out of bed. And those of you who know about natural labor know sometimes when you're going to labor at night, it's nice to try to get your body to rest um, as much as you can because you know you'll need the energy. And so I started a warm bath. 
hoping to slow down labor a little bit. And I labored quietly in the dark and the stillness of the warm water for as long as I could, solo. And then I woke Nate up around midnight. We began to labor together. We labored at home for the next hour or two. My doula came to support us. And, you know, eventually I just knew deep in my spirit it was time. It was time to go to the hospital. And so we drove to the hospital and at that time the birth center wasn't open and so thankfully I got a room with a tub and was able to um, just transition smoothly as I continued being in labor and once they actually checked me (laughs) I was already nine centimeters so it was very close Um, I just remember you know just that experience really for the first time experiencing natural contractions because I had to be induced before and really knowing my body and knowing and feeling what it felt like to contract and to become closer and closer and closer to bringing forth life. And it was the most amazing, exhilarating experience. Um, She was born within, I think, an hour and a half or two hours after we got to the hospital. And as I reflect on that or reflect on the spiritual significance of that, You know, every pregnancy and every birth after that. So when when I had my boys, you know, I just began to know my body so well. I began to know exactly what to expect, exactly, you know, how far along I was in in the pregnancy and the birth process. And things just felt smoother and smoother. Honestly, it felt more and more peaceful and more and more easy. I mean, birth isn't easy in a sense that it's just, you know, no effort required. It's easy in a sense that I, as I understood birth more, I was more and more surrendered to the awe and wonder and miracle of God creating life and of the honor of carrying life and the privilege of bringing forth life. Now, of course, as I have acknowledged in previous episodes, I know not everyone's birth experience is that way. I'm just speaking from my own experience. And these experiences that I've had, these four experiences of birthing our children, I really began to kind of make that connection between the natural womb and the spiritual womb. And when I say spiritual womb, I just want to introduce this idea to you that, you know, we have this place deep inside us where Christ dwells, this place deep inside us where we sense and hear from the Holy Spirit. Now, it's interesting that you know, different people experience the Holy Spirit in different ways physiologically. I tend to always feel Holy Spirit in my gut and in my womb area. That's kind of where I get that sense and that inner knowing that he's speaking to me. And so I think it's important for you as you think about how God speaks to you, how you sense his presence, how you know his voice, that you begin to really track your own patterns right? You know, we can, it's easy to look back on past seasons and remember, okay, this is, you know, how God led me here. And this, these are the times when I pivoted because I heard his voice or when he closed this door and I saw that door, you know, it's easy to kind of look back and retrospectively see God's work in our life. I think where the power comes is when we can acknowledge his presence and his working in our lives right now in the present moment. Do you know what season you're in? Do you know what Holy Spirit is speaking to you right now? 
Do you have this inner sense that he's leading you in a certain way or that he's put something in your heart that he's calling you to bring forth? I think it's important to know your patterns. It's important to know how you hear from God so that we can actually respond so we can partner with him. This is what's powerful, right? When we think about birth, I, I absolutely believe that 90% of birth is mental. I think obviously our bodies were designed to bring forth a baby. I mean, my experience in natural labor is that my body was literally birthing. The baby was literally, you know, bringing baby down and pushing baby out. I mean, even when I had Ruby, um, <laughs> Dr. Stroud hadn't arrived yet because everything happened so fast. And so he actually came in when she was, you know, her head was already out. Um, and he helped, you know, right at the end. And <laughs> I remember the nurses saying like, don't push yet. Wait, he's almost here. And I'm, you know, thinking in my irrational mind, are you crazy? That's not even possible. Maybe some of you can relate like you, it, when your body's pushing a baby out, you literally can't stop it. It just it just happens. Um, I think for me that the just happens is that like, I was so surrendered and so in sync with what was happening in my body that I was partnering with that. And I think the same thing is very true in our spiritual circuitry and our spiritual wombs, our spiritual system, our spiritual anatomy is a body system, which is why I wanted to highlight that this week, because even though we can't see it, the unseen realm is so powerful in how we live our lives, how we think, and definitely how we walk with God. And if we don't understand how we hear from God and where the spirit dwells and how to sense his presence and how to know how he's leading us, it's almost as if we're cutting off this access to this incredible system that is a part of how he wired us. And so I want to make that analogy of being in sync and in tune with mind, body, spirit, not only in labor, but also in spiritual labor. And I have very much felt like I've been in spiritual labor for a long time. I keep thinking that, you know, it's time for spiritual birth. And obviously I've had really powerful moments, especially over the last three years, you know, almost four years actually, where it will be April um, in 2024, it'll be four years since I started Life Interconnected and really started growing my counseling practice and started seeking God and getting a lot of revelation about how he wanted me to teach the body of Christ about mind, body, spirit connection. And so while it's been four years since I started this movement, I feel like I am very much in this tunnel in the womb phase still because God just keeps doing deeper and deeper work in me, which is really my heart in season two is to really invite you along in that journey. So in this time of transition, personally, as I'm, you know, we're finishing up renovation and our brand new building, um, I'm growing my counseling team. I'm um, expanding what I'm going to be offering online. I'm creating community for women all these things that God has put deep inside of me, there's a pressing and a squeezing and a refining that's happening that I want to partner with, right? Like sometimes when my mind gets in the way, I can go into fear and I can want try to control things and I can want to slow it down or, or make it go a certain way that I thought it was going to go. But God just making it so clear, you know, his hand is on this and he is shepherding me. He's guiding me through his Holy Spirit. And so how do I know those things? I know it really because 
I sense and see that Holy Spirit is alive and active and he's making it abundantly clear where he's leading me. I know what, what that feels like deep in my spiritual womb. So I believe your spiritual womb is just that place where you carry the promises of God, where you carry the things that he's entrusted to you, where you believe and know that what he's spoken to you is true, where you know that that he will not mislead you, that he will not forsake you, that he is with you, that his his presence and his glory is all around you, that he will fulfill the promises that he's spoken over your life. And to me, that's what your spiritual womb is. That is what it means to truly, um, to be still and know, to truly um, be surrendered and to truly partner with God who has entrusted you as his steward on this earth. You know, we are the body of Christ. We are the ones who are caring and fulfilling the promises that God has bestowed on his people. And I think that that's a, that's a true weighty responsibility, right? Like I'm not just doing this for me. I'm, I'm not showing up on this podcast or showing up in my counseling practice or in my in my family and my community just for myself. I'm doing this because I believe God's called me to do it and I'm stewarding to the best of my ability what he's entrusted to me. So that to me is what your spiritual womb means. And so I want to go into the three main points for today. F- first main point, point number one, are you tracking your patterns? Are you tracking the things that God's been speaking? Is there a theme that he's been highlighting over you? Is there um, maybe a certain way that he's been uh, speaking to you? Maybe it's through a pattern in scripture. Maybe it's a theme that you're hearing you know, in a church sermon. Maybe three different friends have brought something up to you kind of simultaneously. I, I believe that it's so important to track patterns because the Holy Spirit is consistent. He doesn't contradict himself. And so I think when we pay attention to spiritual patterns, when we pay attention to themes, when we pay attention to kind of the bigger picture of what God is speaking, we can start to get in sync with the season we're in, how far along we are in our spiritual womb, the things he wants to do to squeeze us, to prepare us, to bring forth whatever he's entrusting to us. So point number one is just pay attention, pay attention to the clues, the things that Holy Spirit's speaking to you. Seek God, you know, every morning, seek God, um, posture your heart to receive from him, tune your, your eyes to hear and to see what he is showing you and revealing to you. You know, I think so many people are walking around blind. They're walking around with blindfolds on because they're busy and you're in your groove and you're living your life. And I think when you start your day posturing towards God, you are much more likely to see and sense and feel and see what he's doing in you and around you. So point number two, not only do you need to pay attention, but you also need to tend to and nourish your spiritual womb, right? So that means nourishing your spirit. We've talked about that in several episodes in in season one. You know, are you in scripture? Are you praying? Are you embracing these rhythms of stillness? in Sabbath, in solitude, in fellowship, in community, 
Are you, are you meditating on the things that God's revealed? Are you listening to the dreams that you have? Not all dreams are spiritual, but I believe a lot of dreams are spiritual. And I'm fascinated by dream interpretation and understanding, you know, God obviously speaks to us in our dreams. We see that all throughout scripture. I think a lot of people think that that doesn't happen anymore. I believe it does. God has personally revealed really powerful things to me through my dreams. Are you paying attention to these things, to the language of your spiritual circuitry? Are you paying attention to all the things that God's communicating and and not only paying attention to, but nourishing? Are you leaning into it? Are you meditating on it? If God, you know, prompts you, maybe you hear a sermon or a message that really resonates with your spirit. Are you revisiting it? Are you going back and looking over your notes? Are you praying into it? Are you asking God, tell me more? What does this mean for me? How do I apply this? What do you want this to look like in my life? That's what it means to nourish your spirit, right? When we sit and hear a message and then we never revisit it, even though our spirit was jumping when we heard it, that's to me, that's neglecting a revelation. That's neglecting something that God has entrusted to you. We are responsible for stewarding and nourishing and tending to what he's doing in our lives. To me, that's what it means to partner with the spirit, to really pay attention to and ignite your spiritual circuitry, right? You know, in our new building, in all of our rooms, we have dimmers on our lights. I was thinking about this analogy of, you know, sometimes we think that, you know, either we're in sync with the Holy Spirit, we're hearing from God or we're not, you know, lights on, lights off. I think sometimes it's more like this dimmer going brighter and brighter and brighter, like our spiritual circuitry, the more that we're in sync with Holy Spirit and responding to and praying and seeking God, there's like this brightness, this um, vivid vibrancy within us that becomes brighter and brighter, right? I think that's what it means to be a light on a hill. That's what it means to, to represent Christ well, is that that we are really tuning into what he's doing and we're turning up and partnering with what he's doing. So point number three, you know, as you're nourishing and tending to and being in sync with Holy Spirit, you know, Nate and I were um, in our daughter's um, Sunday school room this weekend and, um, you know, we were talking about the Holy Spirit and right after John the Baptist baptized Jesus, you know, when the dove descended, we're talking about this idea of, Imagine if a dove was on your shoulder, right? If a dove was on your shoulder, you wouldn't run really fast or kind of move back and forth quickly and you would startle the dove, right? You wouldn't, you wouldn't live out of fear. You would be very mindful of the dove's presence on your shoulder. You would take very careful steps. You would be in tune. And if you did that, the dove would remain. And, and I think about that as Holy Spirit remaining when I'm in sync with him, when I'm when I'm moving mindfully because I know how he's leading me, you know, I, I feel like part of the challenge when you become more mature in your faith and, and you're deeper and deeper with Holy Spirit, you, when you grieve Holy Spirit, it's so much more obvious. (laughs) Like it's almost unbearable Um, because I feel physical discomfort in my gut when I grieve the Holy Spirit. And I don't want to live like that. So I want to stay in tune with him. I want to, I want to live and breathe mindfully knowing how he's leading me. And so that to me is point number three, to labor with and birth and bring forth what God has put inside of you requires mindful living in sync with your spirit. 
And Romans 8 says, Holy Spirit testifies to our spirit that we are the children of God, that he, that this is how he's leading us. This is what he's doing in our lives. And so I want you to think about that idea of the dove. I want you to think about that idea of like, okay, I'm in, I'm at the finish line, the transition, the ring of fire and birth. When I am at that point, I am so desperately in sync with my mind, body, and spirit, what is happening inside of me that I can't help but push out and bring forth what God has put inside of me. It's almost like for me, I'm becoming more and more clear about my calling, more and more clear about who God has called me to, what he's calling me to do, and how he's calling me to do it. And I can't deny it. I can't not push the baby out. Like the baby's coming. Things are happening all around me. So many miracles have happened with our building. How I even got to the building is like like truly undeniable that God's hand is on me. And I want to share with you a little part of my story um, because it's just so powerful. And I, I've shared little bits and pieces, but as as I felt like the Lord was leading us to purchase this commercial property, um, I just knew in my spirit that this was the space. And when I, you know, first met the the previous owner, um, her name is Joy, which is just like <laughs> so fitting. Um, but as Joy and I got to know each other, you know, it just became so obvious that this is where God had me. And, you know, she is also an integrative Christian counselor. She is, you know, close to retirement. So she's been really pioneering this work in integrative therapy and partnering with doctors and like-minded practitioners. And what I'm doing is literally her dream. She's dreamed of this for 30 years. She, you know, has knocked on the doors of several holistic integrative doctors in Fort Wayne, trying to cultivate this movement of linking counseling to physical health. And as she began to tell me her story, I, we both began sobbing because it's like, how in the world did we find each other? Like, what are the chances that the one building that I put an offer in was owned by a woman from Jamaica who moved here with this dream of cultivating an integrative mental health movement? Like, that is wild. And you can't make that up. I mean, so many parts of my story in this journey of how God has led me have become so obvious. Like the Holy Spirit's work to me is so obvious that I can't deny it. How could I not buy the building, right? Even though it feels scary and it's a big step of faith, it's a huge commitment. You know, expanding your business and making an investment in a property is a big decision. And yet I just kept saying, God, you you put this in my heart. You gave me the desire to have more space. And now you've sent me this person who understands my vision and, and I can learn from, I can learn from her wisdom and the fact that she's gone before me and, and that we can even partner together. And so I just, I, I honor God's work in my life. I honor God's work in your life. And how do we honor God's work in our lives? We say yes. We say yes to Holy Spirit, even when it's scary, even when it's hard, even when it doesn't make sense, even when it's confusing, even when there's roadblocks, even when there's discouragement. I'm going to be honest. I've, I've had a lot of discouragement over the last couple of months. There's been a lot of challenges. Um, it hasn't been easy. It's not like I just said yes to God and I'm floating and everything is just super, you know, simple. There's many times where I wanted to give up. 
There's many times where I've questioned like, God, was this you? Am I crazy? Am I making this up? And yet in his still small voice, he keeps saying, yes, keep going, Amber, keep going one step at a time. You are hearing me. So I just want to say to you right now, if you're in a hidden season, if you feel like you've been trying your best to follow God and you have this dream, this vision, this desire deep inside of you, and and sometimes you feel like you hear him clearly and sometimes it feels like it's just quiet. I want you to know he sees you. He hears you. This message is for you today to keep going. Keep taking one step at a time. Keep saying yes to the next right thing. And trust and know that he works all things together for the good of those who love him. And that is you. He loves you deeply. And I'm here to support you. I believe in you. I'm a dreamer too. I want to continue to speak to, encourage, and call forth the spiritual wombs in the body of Christ. That is what I feel called to do. And so if this is resonating with you, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love for you to join my email list. If you go to lifeinterconnected.com slash connect, jump on my email list. That's where I'm going to be sharing some more details about how to connect. And I also love connecting with you on Instagram. If you, if any of this resonated with you today, send me a DM at Life Interconnected. I would love to chat with you about what God's doing in you so we can fan it into flame. We can call it forth and we can honor and steward that which God has entrusted in your spiritual womb. Thanks for being with me today and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for sharing this space with me today. You are loved, valued, and important. If this episode impacted you, I invite you to share it with your community. I would love to hear your takeaways. So take a screenshot, type your aha moment, and tag me at Life Interconnected so that others can be encouraged too. Thank you for being a part of this mindful movement of believers. Let's live intentionally as God designed our lives to be interconnected. I will see you next week.